0: Happy Wednesday, everybody. I am Deontay Damper. I am stepping in for Trey Holiday. And welcome to The Day with Trey. We have a great show for you today. But before we even begin, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to Converge Media. We have a lot of great news coming out today. Seattle News and Bruises today. We have my girl Cindy's today. So make sure y'all check them out later on tonight. But we're going to call today Wellness Wednesday. Uh, I have an amazing guest today. Pastor Jamel Witherspoon will be going over not just what's going on at Liberation Church, but just the special event that's coming on, on, on Sunday. I know we talked to Ryan yesterday, but we need to do double, double that back because when we are talking about our community members getting an opportunity, um, to find a safe space, um, it not not just in their faith, but in community, it is something that is a call to action. So we'll be talking to him today. But before we even begin with that, I said it's Wellness Wednesday because a couple of weeks ago, Converge Media was actually out there with the Therapy Fund Foundation out there at their first annual Reclaiming Wellness Behavioral Health Conference. Check out this clip.
1: Hey guys, Basil Gordon here. Right now, we are at the Therapy Fund Foundation's Reclaiming Wellness Behavioral Health Conference and Resource Fair, where attendees have come to network with other professionals and learn ways to improve mental health outcomes for communities of color.
2: So we are at a conference that is centering black wellness, especially black mental health wellness. It's been an issue that has become even more and more important. And so I wanted to come and share my expertise on health equity and how we can close the gaps in terms of racial health and health inequity. Even the presence of one black primary care physician in a county improved the life expectancy of black people living in that county it's more open now people aren't afraid to say i need help or just going to a therapist just to talk through some things so this is important because we know that black people are dealing with a lot and even throughout this conference today you heard people talk about the health disparities that black people are up against or inequities that black people are up against there's a lot of bias in different organizations so it's important because we need this we need to know that We're not going through these things alone and that we don't have to accept less than. We deserve just as much as everyone else and this is the perfect opportunity to be with like-minded
3: individuals. This conference is needed because we know that the field of psychology has been rooted in racism and it's been built by Eurocentric practices. And oftentimes when we go to conferences, especially as politicians of color, we do not see ourselves represented in the field. Um, And when it comes to getting continuing education credits, oftentimes it's dominated by white cisgendered men. So it's extremely important that we have this conference.
2: There's nothing wrong with us as a people. We are beautiful people. But what's, what's wrong is the system and a system that has led to chronic disinvestment in our communities for decades on decades. And that shows up in the fact that we don't have health professionals that look like us, that we don't have these services in our community, and that life in general is hard for us because of systemic racism.
1: Therapy Fund Foundation's Reclaiming Wellness is the first conference of its kind in Washington State that is created by, led by, and specifically for BIPOC community members
3: it's having fire in our hands. When do we ever get to rest, right? We constantly, it's at the yielding and sacrifice of bending our backs and our labor and our time, told to be a bridge. Nobody ever stops to ask, does the bridge need maintenance? Does the bridge need to be repaired? So like, right, when we see Uh, infrastructure failures, what happens to the long-term impacts of the communities because we didn't take time and pause to address, right, what needed to be addressed. I have a whole long list of what I want to see less of, but I want to see more conferences geared toward people of color uh, geared toward mental health, improving wellness, improving um, overall health outcomes in general. I want to see more clinicians of color. There's 0.02% black psychologists throughout the entire United States, and that's a problem. Um, And when it comes to social workers, clinicians, um, LMFTs, the numbers are also small, not as small as that, but like 2%. So I want to see more clinicians. I want to see more coverage for therapeutic practices like what we do with the therapy fund where you're making therapy accessible but not at the cost of clinicians and clinicians are also being paid a, a good rate for the work that they're doing
0: raise your hand if you felt heard raise your hand if you learned something give it up for yourselves as well thank you my sister
1: Huge thank you to the Therapy Fund Foundation for always making events to help the BIPOC community heal through and work through our trauma. To learn more about the Therapy Fund Foundation and their mission, please visit therapyfundfoundation.org.
0: Amazing. It feels like I was just back there at that conference. It was such an amazing experience I want to really shout out Ashley McGirt Adair, who even thought of the idea to make sure that we're giving black and brown folks access to therapy and attach them with black licensed therapists out here in this state and in the state of California. Shout out to Shante, who also helped assist co host uh, the event with me. Um, but above all else, I just I just really was really more so grateful of just community members that were there. Sometimes as Black folks, we don't give each other permission enough permission to know that we can actually reclaim wellness. It is ours. So it's not just in the areas of therapy. It's also in the areas of finding our community. So shout out to the Therapy Fund Foundation. I'm very happy to serve on that board as the vice president. But above all else, I love doing the outreach for it. Cause community members need to make sure that they get access to therapy and to a licensed therapist out here in the state. So be sure to look at Watch the Therapy Fund's Facebook page, Instagram page, and website. We have some more things coming soon. Up next, we have Pasta Jamel with a spoon. You're watching the day with Trey.
4: Hi, I'm Chelsea Richardson, spoken word artist. Come be a part of Poetry's Love Story and join us for a captivating fundraiser event, Poetry Love, on August 9th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Sankofa Theater. This event will feature an incredible lineup of renowned poets and one mesmerizing musician, all coming together to raise funds for the Sankofa Theater. Tickets are available now at sankofatheaterc.com. We'll see you there.
1: Fam. And in case you missed it, August is National Black Business Month. So, of course, Converge Media is going to uplift different black businesses across the Pacific Northwest. And we want for you to nominate your favorite by going to whereweconverge.com forward slash black business month. Again, that is whereweconverge.com forward slash black business month. And honestly, you never know. Your girl, my pull up. Hey, I'm Besa Gordon. You may have heard my voice on Hits 106.1 or seen me on Converge Media, but now I'm coming to TV. I'm hosting the newest show on Fox 13 called Back to Basa. Check us out every weekend for the hottest topics, interviews, the latest trends, and uplifting stories. We're going to have so much fun, and teens, we got you too. Back to base Saturday nights, 10.30 on Fox 13, and Sundays at 10 a.m. on Fox 13+.
0: And we're back. Um, and just talking to him during the break. He's one of my favorite folks. Pasta. I love saying it like that. Pasta. Jamel spoon. How are you doing, my friend?
4: I am well, sir. How are you? Good. It's good to be in your presence.
0: Well, you know what? We're always very busy folks, but I'm just happy just to see you. Um, last time we spoke, Heavenly. Well, we speak on the phone, but last time we spoke in the studio, uh, we were talking about Liberation Church, and I want to kind of, kind of circle back to that. What is Liberation Church, and and where can it be found?
4: Liberation Church um, is really a spiritual beacon of healing, um, and right now in Liberation's life, it is really doing the work of liberation in the queer community. I believe that in this very moment, God is doing a work, the divine is doing a work, she's doing a work that is so expansive, um, that so involves God's queer children in such a deep way, um, a revival of sorts. And so liberation, I believe is stewarding a revival, calling God's queer children back to, what has always belonged to them, which is spirituality, which is the church. The scripture says that that there is a moaning and a groaning of the earth waiting for the children of God to come back into their rightful places. And so I believe that we will be When God's queer children, those who have been minoritized, pushed to the side, those who have been cast away, specifically, though, in this moment, those of black and brown bodies, those of queer and trans and same gender loving and, right, these experiences, those of the LGBTQIA experiences, liberation is doing the work to bring us back home.
0: And I think that it's so important just to create that space for folks, right, especially with the climate. And I know I talked to Squeak about this earlier this week, just about uh, O'Shea Sibley and uh, how tragic that was for our community. Um, Have you all been able to create space for that? And how did you feel when you got that news?
4: You know, I try not to become desensitized considering the fact that there is so much loss in our community, considering the fact that we suffer so much in our community. Um, and I've been taken back, honestly, in these past two weeks, just just really blown away because I'm feeling the loss of our community in the earth in ways that I've not actually felt before. Um, and I'm feeling the loss as I'm looking into my siblings' eyes and those who I love and those who I am fostering community with that are already broken, right? That are already some in pieces. I see the loss and I see the pieces that are being taken from them as our siblings are being taken from this earth. And so I think A part of this work is really doing the work so that we can live and we can live more abundantly and so that we can build safe space and space that is healing and that will contribute to our wholeness.
0: And I think that that is really important. And we are people that grew up in this community. Um, Have you been able to create that safe space for even for yourself, even as a pastor? I, I look at who you are, right? And you literally grew up in the church a mile away from where you have a church now, um, have you been able to create a safe space for yourself? Because sometimes we don't even ask that for pastors,
4: right? (laughs) Yeah, so truth is I'm a bridger, right? I've been called to it. I've been called to navigate different spaces. um, And I've been in different spaces, different times of my existence. And I really do believe um, that folks have revelation for where they are. They open themselves up right, to what is beautiful, what is conscious, what is right for them in the spaces that they're in. Um, And I, I have been intentional about um, making sure that all who know me see the goodness of God, right, and see the love of God and see the inclusivity of God, because that's where God has placed me. Um, And I have no malice or no ill will or no issue with, Any other space that I've come out of, because I've come out of it, right, gaining such beautiful things. Um, And one of those things is the knowledge of where I don't want to be. Okay. Right. Um, Ever again, in bondage and in ways and in spaces that would cause me to be anything less than who God has called me to be. Because I've realized that, indeed, if I am going to worship her, the divine God of truth, I must worship him. In divine spirit, and I must worship them in truth. And so I do that intentionally, and I bridge intentionally, and I love intentionally, because my hope is that all would come into the most purest. I am coming into it. I'm not all, just because I'm open and affirming doesn't mean that I don't have some things that I have to work on. And so I, my prayer is that we all come into the fullest truth of God's love that we can actually. Hold on to in this earth,
0: and, and I strongly believe that. And I think that with this event that y'all have coming up Sunday we will really give community throughout this specific Northwest Black Pride weekend. Uh, we'll really just give community members some access to that, and we're going to unpack a little bit more of that because you just don't preach there; you preach other spaces. But we really want to unpack Sunday through this P and W Black Pride week, right? Uh, and we'll unpack a little, all those things in a few. You're watching the day with Trey. And we're back with the day with Trey. I am here with Pasta. You're giving us a word today. <laughs> Jarrell with his spoon. And, you know, brother, I just, you wear very many hats. And, you know, one of the things that I, I have not asked you is you are part of the board of directors for Pocan. Um, and, how, and you've been there for, I want to say, at least five years. Um, and what has that experience been like for you? Um, and... Just the work that Pokan's been doing in general, so i I have to thank the board of the, the board of directors and the staff in that space so
4: yeah, you know, I actually have not been on the board of directors for five years. I've just been close <laughs> um and because I was so close, the honorable Stephen Sawyer, the executive director of Pokan, invited me into the space, and it was one of the best decisions that I've made. Um, I just couldn't imagine walking so closely to an organization that I honored so much and not being a part um, of its foundation. And so I am blessed to be a part of Pocan, um and be on the board of Pokan I'm blessed to see what it does. I am blessed to see Pokan doing the work in real time. Um, I won't tell you the full story, but I have been able to send folks to Pocan, and I have been able to make a call and I have seen um seen Pokan work in real time for so many people and I I back it uh, with my life because it is such a beautiful entity for our people and it is so needed
0: it is very much needed and even the work that you're doing not just with Pokan but even with PNW Pride now this Sunday um, I've already talked to Araya about it, but I want to hear in your standpoint, because you called community with the idea a couple of weeks ago. And then now it is coming to be. What is the event and how can community
4: support? Yeah, so it is um, an interfaith service. I mean, the core of who we are, especially as black queer people, the majority of us is our spirituality. We've been locked out. Um, of spaces that could not honor the fullness of who we are, but we were never locked out of the heavenlies. We were never locked out of the spirituality that God had given us and has given us and that belongs to us. I said earlier, right? I made mention of the scripture that says that the earth is groaning, waiting for the children of God, to take their rightful places. We are creating space intentionally because you should know that your space, though it is a beautiful space, is not only right at the party. Your space, though it is a beautiful space, is not only walking a runway. Your space, though it is a beautiful space, is not only in the spaces that have taken you in traditionally, but there is a space. There is a spiritual space of healing. That God is calling you to in God's self um, that will help and assist you in those times when no one is there, when the crowd is not there, when the people are not there. There is a God who has never left nor forsaken you that you can call on in the time of trouble. And we want to bring that God, not that, that God ever left you or you ever left it, but back to the forefront of your being so that you can live holistic, well lives centered and good spirituality. Because oftentimes we have seen what bad spirituality can do. We've seen what bad religion can do. We've seen it firsthand. It causes folks to end lives. And so we want to give what is life giving.
0: And that give is so important. Mm-hmm. I am so excited about this specific event. And I thought, it was even more symbolic to not only, of course, is amazing, but also your your, uh, host of the event, Brick. How did that come to be?
4: (laughs) So I love Brick, you hear me? I know Brick in Brick's former life. Um, And if this is going to be an interreligious service, let's make it interreligious. First of all, I think that we all come from one source. Um, and so this is this is this is a way in which I believe we tap on the different understandings of how we find the God of our understanding. Right. And Brick is so sensual and loving and beautiful. And she calls the queer community with her body and her mind and her love. And so I figured that she is indeed a spiritual practitioner, much like I am. I call her pastor. I call them Pastor Brick. (laughs) Um, And I just think that that collaboration will be such a beautiful one. Um, And again, the people that have been in spaces that they love, that they've honored, that have caused such hurt deserve to come back home. And I am asking that the people come back home come home to the place where indeed you never had to leave or you should have left, right? The place wherein the physical building that sometimes could not honor who you were in your wholeness, come to the place now where God dwells, the place where God affirms.
0: And I love that um, this is happening, especially with the climate that's happening right now uh, for to to kind of highlight during the black pride weekend right so my last question is what does black pride mean to you
4: so to me i want to say one thing because we did not actually talk about our honoring of our our trans siblings Yeah, yeah 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 um because i think First of all black pride to me says that I do not perpetuate systems of violence the same ones that have been actually perpetuated in my life and one of those is acting like people do not exist because I am not a part of their existence in the way in which would cause me to have to walk down the street as them right like like to 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 believe right that there are groups of people because I am not directly in that category that I am not affected by what affects them we are all here together and for the 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 trans community, um, some of the best people that I know, some of the folks who I cherish the most, one being Oriah, is of that community and that experience. And oftentimes I think we focus on what is nearest to us, right? I focus on being, I am unapologetically a queer, same gender loving black man. And right? I have seen my siblings of trans experience be totally shunned. And so I said, we're going to honor, not only honor, but we're going to affirm. Now, y'all don't need me to affirm you. You are who God has called you to be. From the beginning of the earth, God knew that you would be who you were and transition into who you have always been. Now, what you do need, if you would open up your heart, is the affirmation of a loving God again. Not that God stopped affirming you, but that you could not see it because of the stuff that convoluted God's voice. Absolutely. And so what we are doing is we are affirming the trans community. And we are saying, first off, that God affirms you, that God knows you by your name, does not call you by your dead name, knows you by who God has called you to be and who God is transitioning you into. Um, and we want to honor that. We want to honor the, the the beauty of what God is doing, because oftentimes out there they will say you are doing this right. You are you are you are altering the will of God. No, you are completing the will of God in your life. And so we want to honor that. We also want to honor the changing of names. Yeah. We want to honor the fact that someone may have never told you, especially in spiritual community, that who you are is affirmed by God and that the name that you have is special to God and God calls you by that. And so we want to make sure that the people of God leave this space. Y'all don't have to ever come back to liberation again. I hope you do. But you will leave the space knowing that when rubber meets road, you've got a space of healing, that you are family and that you are welcome to and
0: that's pride as well. <laughs> so you answered the question. Well, I appreciate you so much for coming today. You know you are you are Converge family. I appreciate you're my family, and I just appreciate all the work that you you do. You are part of a legacy, um, and you lead with heart, and I just love you for that. Now, if you could do me a favor, give community that call to action right here on that right camera. Let them know where to show up. Let them know who you are, and where where they can get more information.
4: Alrighty, I am Pastor Jamel Witherspoon and I pastor Liberation United Church of Christ, 832 32nd Avenue, Seattle, Washington, 98122. Meet us next Sunday. At or this coming Sunday actually at 1 o'clock, 832-32nd Avenue, Seattle, Washington. Please, 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 if you would like to be honored, if you are a person of trans experience and you would like to be honored and celebrated, please do email me at Pastor P-A-S-T-O-R at my luck. Mylucc.org, Pastor at Myluck.org. You can find us on our website, Mylucc.com. You can also look us up on social media, Facebook, and all of the things.
0: All the things. All
4: of the things. All well, of the I things.
0: Appreciate you so much, brother. Thank you for coming down. And we are going to take one more break. I'm gonna let y'all know what's going on tomorrow. You're watching the day with Trey. Now, did we go to church today or did we go to church today? I would love to thank Pastor Jamil Witherspoon for coming in today. I love the work that Liberation Church is doing. They are getting ready for Sunday for the PNW Black Pride weekend, okay? But we're going to kick off because that actually starts tomorrow. So in the studio, we will have executive director of Pocan and one of the founders of PNW Black Pride, Stephen Sawyer. I'm so happy to have him here. I have a lot to unpack. I have to ask him about literation. I have to ask him about the wellness events. I have to ask him about many things, but we will be unpacking all of those tomorrow on The Day with Trey. I'll see y'all
4: tomorrow. (laughs)